In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. When God gave His commandments to Moses on the top of Mount Sinai, they are written in two different tables of stone. The first table had three commandments, and the second table had seven. On the first table were the commandments concerning God Himself. First commandment. I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not have strange gods before me. Second, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. And third, thou shalt keep holy the day of the Lord. And on the second table were the commandments concerning our neighbor. Fourth commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother. Fifth, thou shalt not kill. Sixth, thou shalt not commit adultery. Seventh, thou shalt not steal. Eighth, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Ninth, thou shalt not desire your neighbor's wife. And tenth, thou shalt not desire your neighbor's goods. So we see that the commandments of God are divided in two parts. First of all, come the commandments concerning God, and then the commandments concerning our neighbor. And that's why our Lord Jesus Christ speaks about two great commandments. To love God above all things and to love our neighbor as ourselves. To love God implies the accomplishment of the three first commandments. And to love our neighbor implies necessarily the accomplishment of the seven other commandments of the law of God. So when St. Paul says that love is the accomplishment of the law, when he talks about love, he's not talking about a feeling. But what he intends to say is that if I love God, I'm going to accomplish the commandments concerning God. And if I love my neighbor, I'm going to accomplish the commandments concerning my neighbor. Because, my brethren, love is concrete. It has to be incarnate in works. Otherwise, it's just an illusion. Our Lord Himself said, If you love me, you are going to keep my commandments. Which means that if I do not keep His commandments, I do not love Him. At least, not above all things. So, 
So my brethren, today I place in front of you the commandments of God. Commandments which I hope you all know by heart. Because this commandment should always be in front of our eyes. In order to guide our actions every day of our life. And on this feast of the Holy Family, it seems appropriate to take a look at the fourth commandment of the law of God and to reflect about family life. This commandment, to honor our father and our mother, comes right after the commandments concerning God Himself. What shows clearly how important it is in the eyes of God that we respect our parents. And how grave it is the sin that we commit against them. Because, my brethren, our parents have something of the sacredness of God. And we are to be always respectful and obedient towards them. It's true that when we become adults, the obedience we owe to our parents changes. As we can make our own decisions. However, the respect towards our parents remains the same. Even when we may not agree with what they say, we have to be always respectful. So to respect our parents is not an option. It is a commandment. So on this day, we should ask ourselves if we have been faithful to this obligation. Do I honor my parents in the way God wants me to? Do I love them? Do I care? Do I care enough about them? It's something that we should think about in our examination of conscience. So the fourth commandment concerns especially our parents. But by extension, it also concerns the other members of our family. The members of our family are our neighbors, the closest to ones. And they are the first ones to whom we owe respect and love. Our family has to be, after God, the most important thing for us. But how many times, my brethren, how many times we see people in church praying like angels? But when they go home, they act like demons. How many times we see people talking and laughing with friends, 
But then they are silent and angry with the members of their own family. How many times it happens. And sometimes even with us. We can be charitable with the ones from outside. But we forget the charity with the ones from inside our home, our family. We all know that sometimes in family life there are misunderstandings, there are problems, and yes, we can be hurt. But we cannot allow these things to become like walls to separate one family member from the other. Forgiveness is really the only thing that can destroy these walls that the devil tries to build inside our families. He's the devil and his work is to divide. But we need to learn how to forgive. As God forgives us, so we should forgive as well. We have, well, many of us may have to forgive their parents. Many of us may have to forgive their, chi their children. To forgive the siblings, the spouse. And all those who may have hurt us. In any way, forgiveness is a liberation. Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's what we say when we pray. And it means that we have to forgive in order to be forgiven. Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So we also have to know, my brethren, that each member of the family is responsible to work for peace inside the house. Each one has to learn how to live peacefully with the other. And in order to have peace, we have to learn how to sacrifice. To sacrifice what I want. To sacrifice what I would like to do. In order to have peace with one another. As long as something is not sinful, we should be always ready to sacrifice our own will. In order to have peace. As long as something is not sinful. Because if something is offensive to God, we cannot close our eyes and pretend everything is alright. But nowadays, how many parents, how many parents watch their children walking the wrong path and don't do anything? Many parents see that there is a problem, but they are too afraid to hurt 
the feelings of the children or to have an argument. Because at the end, don't we need to have peace? So why am I going to talk and speak about something that is so touchy? Well, my brethren, we need to have peace. But true peace. And not a false peace that sacrifices the truth of God. We have to have it very clear in our minds. If the children have the grave obligation to respect their parents, the parents have the grave obligation to protect their children. Nowadays, many parents sin gravely by omission because they don't take enough care of their children. And what I mean here is the care for their souls, care for their eternal salvation. Some parents do the beautiful sacrifice to homeschool their children so they may be preserved from so many evils. But at the same time, they allow their children to have free access to the internet. You have fought so hard to preserve your children from so many dangers, and then you just open the doors to the devil. My brethren, how many children lose their innocence and get entangled in so many bad habits while their parents simply close their eyes. As a father, as a mother, you are responsible to remove from the life of your children all the obstacles that could prevent them from going to heaven. You must remove all these stones that may cause them to fall. May it be someone, may it be something, whatever it may be. That's your part, that's your role, that's your responsibility before God Almighty. So pray and ask God to give you wisdom to know how to raise your children in the fear and in the love of God. And don't be afraid to do and to say what is right. The scriptures say, teach our children the way of the Lord and they will never depart from it. So pray for your children, but also pray with your children. Pray as a family. And this is the last point upon which I, I invite you to reflect today. Do you make time to pray with your family every day? 
Especially if you have young children who you know will not pray, will not pray by themselves. Do you make time for family prayer? Or perhaps you are too busy to worry about their salvation and about your salvation. Perhaps too busy watching videos on YouTube. My brethren, on the day of the judgment, God is going to ask you, where are the children that I entrusted to you? Where are they? And you will have to answer. So parents, do your best. Take good care of your children. Children, respect your parents. And may the Holy Family of Nazareth, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, protect our families from all dangers, visible and invisible, so we may all be in peace with God and in peace with one another as well. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.